0: hello and welcome to green on my side i'm ashley and it's been a very long time chat it's been so long i think the last time i uploaded an episode was my birthday actually no that's 100 the truth that was my fucking birthday i have missed you guys so much i really wanted to be uh, like consistent and intentional with this pod so I know I haven't uploaded and you haven't heard from me in a while or my thoughts, but just know life has been moving. And even through life moving, I feel like in a lot better place to continue the pod. There was a while where I got really sick in April. And then May, June, and July have just been a lot of like reevaluating, just needing a lot of time for myself. And I don't feel like I was in a place where I was ready to just like talk on here. I think I was really internally processing a lot of things, but now I feel a lot better and in a better place to share. Uh. It wouldn't be an episode without that. So uh <laughs> hope you guys missed that. I know you guys did. Um, But today's episode, I'm just going to dive into where I've kind of been at and I think reevaluating intimacy is probably the best the best phrase I can use for this season of life right now. I recently just went to Hawaii and before that I was like really sick and that fucking sucked. I need to work on my immune system because I get sick every fucking 3 months. Believe me guys, I'm trying. I'm fucking trying. <sighs> Anyways, I went to Hawaii with my best friend, AJ, and I had a great fucking time. I definitely was kind of out of it for the first couple days just because I did start my period and I was still getting over an illness. Um, But during the middle of the trip on was really great. And even when I wasn't feeling the best, I still was like, wow, like I'm in Hawaii. Like I've wanted to go to Hawaii for such a fucking long time. And... I was there and that was fucking trippy because I've been wanting to go to Hawaii for such a fucking long time. And while I was there, I really, I don't know, took a lot of time to think and like get away. I don't think I've gotten away like that in a really, really, really long time. I think the last trip I had before this was a trip last summer but honestly it was not it and then this trip before that I went to New York and when you're at, when you're in, I went to New York for 3 days so bitch you're not thinking you're just on the go so it was really nice to kind of uh really just think and sit and like be in a different place especially a place like Hawaii where it's just so beautiful and I had a great I had a lot of great realizations um also, in the background, you're going to hear my playlist called I'm a Sentimental Girl, just because I feel like this has really been my vibe, like, <laughs> the past couple of days, past couple, like, probably, like, the past week I made it when I was in Hawaii. After me and AJ had a really, really great, um, like, heart-to-heart, we did this really cute thing where, you know, Pliss of My Life? It's, like, on this certain YouTube channel where, like, artists, goes on, or artists go on and, they pick about like 10 songs about like the playlist of their life. Well, me and AJ picked 21 and we just like went back and forth and like showed each other like these songs and why are they on the playlist of our life and what do they mean? And like, it was really nice cause I got to get to know her a lot deeper and then she got to get to know me a lot deeper. And so I felt like just a sentimental girl. So this is the playlist in the background. So if you hear it, um, oh, this song is so good. It's a Miranda Lambert song called, the House That Built Me. And when I was younger, I would listen to this song, and I was like, wow, there's like something here that I can't quite articulate, but I understand, and I feel like I'm going to understand in the future. And I haven't thought about this song in years. And then I made this playlist, and I put landslide first because, of course. And then I was thinking of this song, and I didn't know what it was called, and then it just popped in my head. And like now listening to it, it's just so crazy because I listened to the song growing up, And, like, I grew up on country, so sorry, guys. (laughs) But this song is such a good song. If you haven't heard it and you're a sentimental person, I think you should listen to it. House That Built Me by Miranda Lambert. Anyways, moving on. While I was in Hawaii, I had just a lot of time to think and think about things I already knew. And I think that maybe for me, there are solid concepts and ways of me... I don't even know how to explain it, but there are fundamental things about me that I always come back to at the end of the day. And I really just realized that, like, over the past couple months, I've realized that, like, the way I'm approaching love and intimacy has always just been, like, in one direction, which is, like, romantic, um... And I think my life now—I think at a point in my life, that's all where I felt like I could get was intimacy through romantic and sexual relationships. But now I'm in this place where I'm so wrong. I—I'm able to get intimacy, different levels of intimacy, with like the people around me and like my friends. And um, I'm gonna record another episode, kind of going into like friendship and like female friendship part two. I don't know if it's gonna come before this one or after this one. But this also ties into like the level of reevaluing intimacy for me. But I've realized that I can have wants and my wants don't have to match somebody else's wants. I think subconsciously, because I was in a relationship for so much of my life, that I thought if I had feelings for someone, <laughs> my wants had to align with their wants for it to work out. And through that action, I neglected myself. And, and, and like instead of asking myself what I want, I just would make myself think like, okay, they want that. Well, yeah, that's totally okay. I want that too. When truly, bitch, that wasn't okay. <laughs> and I think I've just been a lot more honest with myself about being like, okay, that actually didn't feel good. And through that, I've realized that Um, I wrote it down in my journal yesterday and this is what kind of um, prompted this but um, give me one second I'm actually getting ahead of myself so about three weeks ago I was journaling after spending a beautiful day with my family and I think when I take time to spend time with my family um, I can approach things so much clearer because I think that my family is a really sensitive hard topic for me so when I get to spend a good day with my film members that really love and appreciate me and understand me and are willing to accept me for me now, I'm able to approach situations so much clearer because I think when you feel like you're alone in the sense of like family, I think that life gets a little bit harder. But when I spend time with them and the times I have after, I feel so much better and like level-headed. So after I spent a beautiful day with my family, I was journaling and I was like, damn, like, I actually want to be in a relationship. What the fuck? Because for the past year of me being single, I've been like, I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. And my mentor in about like April was like, Ashley, like if your needs were actually getting met in a relationship and someone was like, I want to commit to you and this is what I want. I want you. You would want to be in that relationship. So it's not that you don't want a relationship. It's just you're not being honest with yourself. Like if the cards were dealt right, you would want to be in that. And I was like, oh my fucking God, you're hella right. I hella would (laughs) want to be in that. Because at the end of the day, I am a lover girl. I love to love. And I've realized that I get to learn so much by loving other people and learning what it's like to love other people. But also at the end of the day, I have to be true to myself and realize like, damn, like, Eventually, yes, I want a relationship. So depriving myself of the idea of a relationship now based out of fear, because I have this fear of this idea of what a relationship is based off my previous relationships, I have to rewrite that. I have to rewrite what it's like to be in a relationship because what I know of being a relationship is not how I want to move forward in a relationship. So I had to like, I had to journal and write like things I want in a partner. And I also wrote, uh, I wrote a little letter to my future partner and I started crying when I wrote it. And I was just like, oh my God, like I'm actually allowing myself the time and the emotional space to open up like what it would be like to be in a relationship again. And then I also had to realize like, damn, if that is my want one day, I kind of have to change how I'm approaching um, intimacy right now because I'm not... The intimacy that I've been getting has like met about like fifty to seventy percent of my needs, but it hasn't been actually. I've been settling. I've been settling for the things have, that have come into my life, and I was just accepting that my wants also happened to align with their wants, when in reality they fucking didn't. <laughs> and that was a big pill to swallow. And I think like being honest with myself, like damn, like I actually am open to relationship. It's not at the forefront of. My like what I'm looking for or like at the forefront of my wants but being open and honest with myself that like yeah if if I found someone that actually was like that with me then of course I'd want to be in that and I think in the past I was just so fearful of of being in a relationship that I was just cutting it off but then I was putting myself in situations where I realized I wanted a relationship but I was lying to myself the whole time and so (laughs) That is like a big realization that I kind of had. And then that's kind of what has really put the trajectory for me to reevaluate intimacy and to feel close to people in another way. Because like I said, relationships not at the forefront of my mind. And honestly, I don't think it'd be a good idea for me to even get in one right now. But I am open to it. I'm open to the idea. I'm not going to close myself off based off fear. So how do I find intimacy, meet intimacy in different ways? Um, And that's things like friendship that I will go on in another episode, but I kind of wanted to kind of go down this route. Um, And I know this sounds so like duh, but I really felt like, this is kind of what I was saying in the beginning, there was a situation where I feel like the universe was really testing me recently. There was someone I met and it was super casual. And like I said, it's the relationships, not at the forefront of my mind, but I have to realize that I want to be treated a certain way. And if I want that to come into my life, I need to stop accepting and settling for shit. That's just not it, you know? So there was a situation and not e- about not even 50% of my needs were being met. And I really thought, like, okay, if this is something casual, like, then I was trying to convince myself into thinking, like, oh, that this is what casual looks like. And I was kind of seeing this person, not seriously at all, but it was just, like, casual texting and stuff. And I didn't like the way that this person approached seeing each other or like dating or just we're not even dating didn't the fucker and everyone took me on a fucking date but I just didn't like the way that he was but I realized I was making exceptions because I was like oh, okay this is what casual looks like no bitch casual's not even fucking work out for you duh like did we not fucking talk about this like a couple weeks ago so I wrote in my journal that I found myself making exceptions for the lack of effort to meet my needs I thought for a second that maybe this is what I want and to have something that's more low in maintenance or casual to just enjoy someone temporarily and that was enough. I've realized that it isn't. It isn't enough. I can't logically and emotionally make that enough. I had to accept that it isn't enough and that was something to realize within myself. Knowing I wanted more but I had to stop my behavior of accepting less coming to terms with myself that I'd I wait what coming to terms with myself that i had to choose to have no one but i also am choosing myself through that and um i'm reading all about love right now <laughs> and i feel like that has been kind of a another like propeller behind like realizing this stuff but she has this she uses this word and i have to look it up to make sure so i'm going to read a little part of the book that made me be like oh shit This is page five, by the way, in this fucking book. It says, when we feel deeply drawn to someone, we cathect them. That is when we invest emotions or feeling to them. Then she goes on saying that a lot of us, or most of us, confuse cathecting with loving. We all know how often individuals feeling connected to someone through the process of cathecting insist that they love each other. Oh, shit, I just dropped the book. Hold on. Give me one sec. Okay, let's try again. We all know how often individuals feeling connected to someone through the process of cathecting insist that they love the other person, even if they are hurting or neglecting them. Since their feeling is that of cathex, they insist that that what they're feeling is love. And then this is the part that I really circled. When we understand love as the will to nurture our own and another's spiritual growth, it becomes clear that we cannot claim to love if we are harmful and abusive. Love and abuse cannot exist. Abuse and neglect are by definition the opposite of nurturing and care. This was the part where I was like, oh shit, I don't think I've ever thought about it this way. She says, care is a dimension of love, but simply giving care does not mean we are loving. And to add with that, in the beginning of the book, she says, affection is only one ingredient of love. And then when I read this line, she says, naturally, my need to receive love was not met. I got what I was accustomed to getting, care and affection, usually mingled with a degree of unkindness, neglect, and on occasion, outright cruelty. And I was like, oh, shit. And I'm not in a place anymore where I accept like cruelty or um, blatantly negative emotions when it comes to love. I definitely was at one point in life. If you would have talked to me in high school, that was pretty much my love life. But now I've grown so much and healed so much, and I care so much more about my quality of love, but I've realized that yes, exactly. I'm just so used to getting the bare minimum, which is just care and affection, and I've always mistaken that with love, and that's cathecting or whatever the fuck you just said. And I realized that that is so not the bottom line when it comes to looking for love. And through this, I've realized that. I have to stif- if I want better, and like this may seem like a duh, but if I genuinely want better for myself, I have to let go of the pattern of accepting less. And I had to realize that even on a quote unquote casual term, if my needs are not being met, if I don't if I don't raise the bar for myself, how am I going to attract and be in relation to what I actually want? So I had to cut the thing off with that person. And I really was like, damn, like, I'm really reevaluating what romance and intimacy and connecting really looks like for me right now. And before, I feel like I've done this for a while. And I, that's the whole point of, like, I feel like being single has been for me. But now I'm in this place where I'm like, damn, like, I don't need like a man to feel intimate and close with and through reading this book and just realizing things and coming to terms with knowing you have to cut off a cycle and you have to stop the self-sabotage and it's so like duh if you want more then you have to stop doing or accepting less it's like absolutely but when it comes down to it and like putting it in practice. I think for a while I was just still so scared and I had my own inner things of like being chosen and wanting that. I was just like not really realizing that I have been allowing people into my life intimately like on a romantic intimate relationship that just were not checking the boxes. And so now I'm in this place where I'm like, okay, I'm choosing myself by choosing no one. You know, if that makes sense, like I'm not actively choosing to be with anyone, but I'm choosing myself so much more by realizing I'm not going to settle for things that are just not enough for me. And I've realized that it's okay as a woman to be like, I need more. This isn't enough. And I feel like in our society especially, we're taught that men want things to be casual. Like, Oh my God, did you guys see the fucking Barbie movie? The Barbie movie was a great example about how men just want low-maintenance, casual, like, long... Um, not long-distance, but, like, at-arm's-length kind of women. And I don't think that's all men. I'm not I'm not categorizing, categorizing you guys at all. But I think that's really common, and I think the guy that came into my life that kind of really made me realize, like, oh, fuck, like, that's actually what he wants. And yes, I can be like, yeah, that's fine, ha 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 No, it's not fine. It's not fine, and it's not me, and I'm not going to make it work I think that when you're a young girl you always want to make things work especially if you come from like a very codependent background like myself but I'm just like no that that's not working for me and I think I'm getting a lot better and quicker at just being like no that's not working for me because it's like the second time where I've had an interaction with somebody and I'm just like, no. And like, I'm getting faster about that. And I'm really proud of myself about that. I'm really proud that I'm able to be like, no, it's just, it's not working out. And that has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with you. It's just like, I want more and you just can't give me more. And that's okay. It has nothing to do with you. I'm not shitting on you. I'm not talking down to you. I'm not, it's just like, we're not a match. And I think that when we sense that we have feelings for someone quote unquote, like, um, because we care for them and we get affection from them, like thing, like bell hooks was saying I think that I have done that in a lot of my relationships and I was just like god damn like I don't want to keep doing that I want to choose to love somebody and when these things come up I don't want to confuse them with what I think is love because the person that I am going to love one day is going to be able to meet my needs and raise the bar in ways that I don't have to beg them to do and so right now I'm just like wow I'm so happy that I'm in this place. It's a very interesting, liberating place to be for me, and I'm uh, really just relying a lot on like my friends, and I think that that has been what has really helped me a lot. And that's kind of what I want to talk about in the next episode. I know I keep bringing it up, but I feel like I've just really reevaluated intimacy and like how I approach romantic intimacy. And I'm in this place where I no longer, I guess I can't say no longer. There are times where I'm like, damn, I want a boyfriend. But I am choosing myself more and more with my actions, which I think in the past, I would say I want to choose myself, but I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to physically do that and now the universe is really showing me ways that's like, okay, you want more bitch? This is exactly how you can one, stop the pattern and two, give yourself more because I think that when you're used to having scraps and um, pieces of love, especially growing up you really are able to create this, like, story that and, like, excuses. And I'm getting a lot quicker at being like, nope, no, no, not for me. And I'm really proud of myself for that. Um, yeah, this episode has just been a little bit of, like, catching up on, like, my, where I've just been kind of at and has come up for me. And I feel like I don't know if I talk super intimately about, like, my romance like um relationship views but this is something that has just been really prevalent for me and I really hope if you're listening to this and you can relate to this in any way I hope you can take whatever relates and um also I want to say at I want to also say that I think it's so important for us to constantly not constantly like I fucking do but I think it's important to Reevaluate what intimacy looks like for you and see and be honest with yourself in the places where you're just not receiving it. And I think when we love and we want to love so badly from such a deep place in us, we kind of forget that we have choice and we have um, choice to not settle. And I think when you're in a place where you desperately want, to love, and to be loved, that we make things work. And I think it's, I've realized how important it is to just grow with your idea of what love is to you and reevaluating what love can be. Because if we don't look to make it better for ourselves, and I feel like that's such a waste, you know? I feel like I've learned so much more about myself through the, the games, not games, but through realizing what works for me and what doesn't. And for me, that kind of blends into a lot of aspects of my life. I feel like this, is, this whole intimacy thing and reevaluating it on a romantic level has helped me question and look at other things in my life. So I feel like it's a really good thing to kind of reevaluate what intimacy and how you're accepting it um, is showing up for you. Um, I don't know how cohesive this whole episode was, but I hope you guys um, appreciated it and just stuck around and understand what I'm saying. But I've really missed you guys. I've really missed talking to you. And I'm so excited to keep this going. Um, you guys have probably saw the new photo of Green on My Side that um, was actually in the Botanical Gardens on Oahu And I thought it would be fucking perfect for the cover photo because I loved the first cover photo, but it definitely was not going to stay. It was just January when I took it and I just needed something that was more in alignment with where I feel like this pod is. And thanks for growing with me. No, seriously, thank you for sticking around and I'm just really grateful. So thanks, y'all. I love you. And if this resonated at all with you, please, please, please hit me up on the Instagram. Instagram, Jesus Christ. Green on my side on Insta. And if you want to talk more about it, if you want to share anything that um, you've been feeling, please DM me. I would love to do an episode where like people can ask questions. So mayhaps I will do that. Um, but I love you. See you next Femme Friday. Bye.